Before we get started, I just want to make a brief announcement about the state of the pod. We've been getting tons of amazing feedback from women, and it's become very clear to us that a lot of women are thirsty for this type of content. This is a niche in women's media that is desperately needed and has been neglected for a very long time. And we really want to be able to make more content. There's just one problem, and that's money. We would love to be able to quit our day jobs and work full-time on content creation, and the only thing holding us back is the fact that we got bills to pay, if I'm being totally honest. Long term though, we would like to expand into other forms of media such as video, TikTok, newsletters, ebooks, even like real physical books, and so on. And that's why we've set a new Patreon goal. As soon as we hit $10,000 monthly revenue, that will be enough for us to afford to quit our jobs and start working on growing FDS full time. Currently, our schedules only really allow us to post about 60 to 90 minutes of bonus content per month. And as a reward to our patrons for helping achieve this target, we will commit to posting more bonus content. So if you like FDS and you want us to grow and you want us to make more content, you can support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. And for the next 48 hours, we'll be offering a limited time offer called Lurker Mode, where you can access the bonus content at a reduced price of $5.99 per month. Thank you so much to everyone who listened and shared to help us to get to where we are now, and I'm sure this is a sign of even greater things to come. Thank you. I do not accept a coffee or a walk as a possible date option, and neither should you. First of all, I'm not a dog that needs to be walked. Second, I have an espresso machine at home. Works fabulous. We're not doing drinks either. You're gonna try to get me drunk and take me back home. No, we are doing dinner. You're gonna pick me up. We're gonna come to the restaurant. We're gonna see your table manners. We're gonna see what you order. We're gonna see, do you hold your chopsticks correctly? We're just gonna, you know, study you a bit. Okay, so dinner it is. What's up queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy, the meanest female only pod on the internet. I'm your host, Ro. And I'm Savannah. This is Lilith. And today we have a very special guest. You know her as at Coco Butte on Instagram, aka Cornelia. How are you doing? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. So we just played that infamous viral TikTok where you told everybody exactly what your dating standards were and why. So first of all, I want to say queen shit, because that's that's pretty much our, yeah. Yes. We don't do walk dates or coffee dates either. That's pretty yes. much the entire ethos of female dating strategy, and we get dragged to high hell. But like, I feel like you perfectly outlined why we don't do coffee and walk dates. Yeah, I mean, people nowadays just want to be, I call them serial daters, and I understand when you want to meet as many women as you possibly can, you want to do the minimal investment and that is a coffee and a walk date so like if you want a minimal investment you're going to get minimal reward and this is not about financial stuff like you can you plan you know i was roasted all over the place because i said uh, because the people are saying oh you just want a guy to pay for your meal it's not about that it's about a guy spending actual time with you getting ready you know this is an for me dating is like uh it's an experience so if you go for a walk, it's like, I mean, yes, down the line, when we get to know each other, we're comfortable. I'm totally down for walks with my boyfriend, but I'm not down for a walk with a stranger. So like, what am I going to 
do just what i mean it's just very confusing to me that men even think that this is acceptable yeah so what's your background where are you from so originally i'm from croatia yeah i'm from croatia born and raised i moved to the states when i was 22 on my own my whole family is still in croatia i go to visit with as much as i can but since covid like i was here for a little bit uh i was living in new york for about six seven years and now i moved to miami beginning of january um, my background, I'm, I'm actually a journalist, but my whole life I was uh, in the beauty slash fashion world. And I'm also a makeup artist and I work with a lot of brands and their content and strategies and, you know, cons- consulting them. But recently I kind of dabbled into this dating videos because I, it just happened very organically because I was, I started posting, I wanted to do, t- I just started my TikTok in January and I wanted to do a TikTok for a very long time and people were just asking me actually I was asking my friends do you have any like what should I do on TikTok they're like well just do makeup I'm like I'm bored of makeup and not I'm bored in a sense that I obviously I love makeup that's what I do but you know I didn't want to do just another makeup tutorial or even though my followers always ask me how I do my makeup and I am always still doing those videos but I feel like with COVID people just wanted to get like somebody to talk to or get a fresh perspective on things. And I didn't want to just, you know, be another girl who's doing a makeup tutorial. So that's kind of how I started the whole thing basically a few months ago. And I feel like it's getting some traction. (laughs) Wow. So you came in with a bang. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, like one of your first TikToks went viral. That's kind of crazy. That's such a power move. I love it. <laughs> I I was always that girl in the friend group who's very blunt and honest and like I don't sugarcoat anything. And some people love me for that. Some people don't like me because they just can't handle it. And that's fine. Like I understand not everything is for everybody, but I'm not here to please the masses. I mean, I'm here to say my, like to share what I think and what I feel. And if you're okay with that, fine. If not, I mean, it's too bad. So yeah, that's kind of, I was always that, that, that the friend who's like helping. <laughs> yeah, I was always helping everyone. So, so if you've now lived in like three major cities, so what's the dating culture like in Croatia versus New York versus Miami? So I left Croatia when I was 22. So I feel like I can be a fair judge of dating life there because I was, I was too young back then. I mean, I, I was obviously I had, you know, I was seeing, I had a boyfriend over there. I don't even remember. But in Croatia, but that's actually where all of this is coming from. Now, when I think about it, in Croatia, women never take their wallet out. And this is not about, you know, people are, uh, they're just stuck on this financial aspect of what I'm saying. But this is not, this is nothing to do with just like financial stuff. But that is one of the things like in, in Croatia, men do pick you up. They do take you out. They, they bring you back home. Like, I mean, to your own home, not to their home, if you don't want to do that. But it's like they are treating you as a woman, like they are gentlemen. So when I moved to New York, luckily, I I feel like dating, when it comes to dating in New York versus Miami, in New York, people are more focused on their job. And if you have a date with someone, it's going to be maybe once a week or whatever. Like they're most more focused on their careers. And in Miami, there's people are more laid back here. So they always want to do something. They always want to hang out. There's always an event. There's always a boat. There's always a party. But these guys are dating, not dating. They're like, everything's very casual. But in New York, everything was more like work-driven. So 
it's it's very opposite. The dating life is way different for me, at least. I mean, in New York and Miami, but also I was I had a long relationship in New York for like four years. So I didn't. I mean, I was dating for like two years, I guess. So those two years, I just noticed that men are more focused on their work and they are gonna hook up with someone if they just wanna, you know, they're not really looking for a relationship there. But in Miami, they're not looking for they're not looking for a relationship, but they're more open to hang out with you more often. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've I've spent some time in New York and yeah, everyone's everyone there is like so focused on the grind all the time. Right. And so like women just become like accessories to their life (laughs) almost rather than like a relationship. It's almost like they want a woman for like a certain status, but like don't actually want to interact with her in the same way. Yeah, the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I agree. So I, uh, we, our nickname over on Reddit is called Free Dinner Strategy, <laughs> FDS, because, <laughs> because of like, because of the fact that like we said almost verbatim what you said, which is like it is about, uh, it is about men like making an afternoon or an evening pleasant for you, showcasing their manners show you know showing their taste as well because the other thing too is like you can tell a lot about a guy based on the venues he picks and if he just picks like a walk date then like the only thing you know about him is he's cheap right Mm -hmm. absolutely cheap yeah (laughs) and then he's probably plating other women if we're if i'm being honest like guys who go for coffee dates walk dates that kind of stuff it's uh they're casting a wide net yeah i call them serial daters because they don't want to I mean, anybody who respects their time, they're not they're not going to be meeting up with all these men or women during the day and just like what walk around the whole day. I mean, it's it's just I don't know, minimal effort, minimal investment equals minimal return. So I just feel like that it's never going to work. And as you mentioned, it shows more about his taste and his style. So when I said in my video, I'm going to study you a bit. Obviously, this whole video was dramatic for a reason because it's the internet and you have to be dramatic. But um, I will study you in a sense, like I'm going to see how you treat the staff. I'm going to see if if you're going to be spending more time with that person, like you need to see their, if you're dating somebody for real, like you split three, you, you share three meals a day together. So like you need to see how they are acting in a certain environment. So like if you have a guy who, you know, those small things that start bothering you after a while when you're dating someone, like maybe he is chewing on his spoon, maybe he is eating with his hands, maybe he gets all dirty, you know, like some things that are annoying you down the line. I want to see them in the very beginning. I want to see yeah. how like my life with that person would be if we potentially become something. So in, that's just like, I'm just looking as a dinner date, as like a little intro in what our life could be if this potentially comes into something bigger that that's so true because you also see how he interacts with people versus a walk date when you're just talking to each other you may not see how he interacts with people but how he interacts with waitstaff is super important we just we just had a roast discord a few weeks ago didn't like the one of the guys like yell at the waitstaff yeah so we yeah. so we do this thing called roast discord where we like where uh women send in like their worst dating stories and then we read it out loud and one of them was just like a guy who first of all he took her oh he took her on a walk date first of all right like he walked her around oh, girl. see yeah red flag <laughs> 
So he's like, meet me at the W Hotel. And then he, t- he like walks her from the W Hotel to like the beach and then back to his apartment and then like back. Finally, she's like, I'm starving and I need to eat something. So then he like throws an attitude and like takes her to a restaurant and is rude the whole time. And then tries to go Habsies. Like oh, no. says like basically she's got to pay. Oh, no. On a first date? On a first date. It's really embarrassing. They went to like four locations and only one of them was paid. And if we're going to be talking about the financials, um, because I always make this argument when people want to say that women should go half, that men love to say that they're visual creatures, but a lot of them don't understand or seem to care that looking good costs money. So I'll use myself an example. If I go on a date, let's say I'll get my hair done. That can be about $90, possibly my nails. That's another $40 and then a dress and then makeup. So before I've even seen the guy, I could have already spent a lot of money. So for them, for me to then go to the date and be like, you're paying half when you know most men don't really make much of an effort in their appearance. It's just, it's just insulting ultimately yeah they just take a shower and that's it they put on some clothes and that's if they even shower as well because a lot of them because <laughs> a lot of them don't so before i've even seen him i've already spent a lot of money to look good and men do benefit from being seen in the company of a well put together woman they do like it makes them feel good and it increases their own you know boost their ego and it increases their social standing so why should i pay half when you know you're reaping the benefits of my company as well and don't, don't let's not forget the time you put in getting yourself ready. Like when you go get your nails done, it's two hours. When you do your hair, it's another hour. Like we were. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's just, it isn't even the same in terms of investment before the day. It's just not the same. Like if a guy was to invite me on in a walk date, that's minimal investment. I'm going to put minimal investment too. And I'm showing up in sweatpants and like a dirty t-shirt or something. Then we're, then we're equal. Yeah, and then he's going to judge you. Right. Exactly. And then he's going to judge me. Right. But because I respect myself too much to go in public looking like that, I just would never do that. Therefore I would never accept a walk date. That's, that's my reasoning. Yeah. And then it like assumes you have nothing else going on that day either. I just, I don't know. We just hate the concept of a, a walk date <laughs> from top to bottom. Like, it's just, it's just so casual. Like there's no, you know, there's no thought, there's no planning. Like there are some men who will literally say, let's have a walk day and he's walking to work. Like you're walking there anyway. How is that special? Why should I join you? Yeah, that's what, yeah. I feel that they are acting as if they're just filling a, a, like a half an hour spot they have that day and they inviting, they're inviting you to like fill the gap. And as I always say, like, I'm not a stop along the way. I'm a destination. It's because I want you to put effort and plan to meet me like I'm not just meeting and that's that's also uh something that I replied on after my video like I'm I, I don't meet date I don't meet guys online I don't do blind dates I if I would go on a date with someone I already met them in real life in some way maybe through mutual friends maybe since I live in Miami everything is open maybe at a party this and that so people were saying oh we're using this walk coffee date as uh, um how would they call- we're using this just to see if there's a vibe. But what I was saying, like, I, I don't even need to check if there's a vibe because the only way I'm going to meet up with you if I already have any interest in you because I wasn't, like, actively looking for a date. I wasn't, like, desperate to find a man. So, like, let me go on a date with every guy who invites me. Like, I, I really want to see that this person really wants to spend time with me and he's going to make some plans to do so. So coffee and walk days are always going to be a no in my book. Yeah, so how we do it for like people who do use dating apps is like we suggest they do a Skype date. 
the high pressure sales stuff they would try to do on like a restaurant date, they're still going to try to do it on a coffee or walk date. And if you're just trying to see that this guy actually looks like his pictures, it's better to not be in a situation or even around him in the first place. So we always do FaceTime, do Skype, talk to him on the phone, obviously, like do a step up to that. So then like you're not wasting your time either, because like sometimes you have to drive to these coffee and walk dates, too. That's the other thing. Gas money. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or if it's cold, if you're in a city where it gets really cold, I'm thinking like, why do I need to like get bundled up so I can drive across town to have coffee with some random dude? No, I'm going to do it from the comfort of my own home. I'm going to talk to him through the Skype, make sure he looks like his pictures, get like a general vibe from there. And then after that, uh, the the handbook, we just basically say, give him the opportunity to take you on a date like suggest something maybe if you you can drop hints or whatever specific thing that you like but like after that it's on him to really like create the evening for you yeah i agree i also have made a video about you know doing like a facetime or whatever phone call to see if there's a vibe at all because i mean if if you're working you have things to do you want to see your friends you want to chill at home on, on your own even like i'm not gonna waste my time to try to meet up with all these random men who are just like hitting you up based on your look Yeah, it's a weeding strategy. I I can't help but feel sometimes like the people that are really, really used to low effort, like maybe they don't live in a place that's as populated. And so like, it's more of an event to leave your house to go get coffee or something. But like, if you live in a major city, or you like, let's just say your inbox and your DM box is like full all the time, you have to weed people out. And that is one of the best ways to weed people out. Just say no to low effort dates. Yeah. And you know, also what I think if you if you start your date, like say you start your dating with this person very in a low effort manner, that's how it's going to be down the line. Like he, he's, he's just going to feel, oh, she's just so chill. We can just watch TV. We can do this. And then five years in, you're going to complain about him not taking you out. He's never trying to do anything special for you. And then you're going to be like, well, uh, maybe I should have done this differently. And, you know, I have a lot of these girls who are replying to Till this day, you're not going to believe this. They're still commenting on the video. Every day, they're still commenting on the TikTok video and still saying the same things they're saying before. But I'm like, if this, it's like, I don't want to say it's how you train them in the beginning. That's how it's going to be. But it is, that's how it is. Yeah. The way you start is how it's going to be. Like, it's never going to get better than that. It's just going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah, we see we see so many stories on on subreddits on on Reddit. I'm not sure if you're active on the site itself, but there are so many stories of you know what you've just described. Your women, I think, it was like Mother's Day in the US a few weeks ago. It was just basically full of stories from women who said, "My husband didn't do anything. Um, he never remembers my birthday. He never remembers anniversary. I got nothing again this year." And it's like, this is what women are walking into if they don't demand better from the beginning. Like, he's not going to, you know, like you said, just have an epiphany one day and start putting in effort. Like, you need to set the standard from the beginning. Okay, so you post this TikTok. So we we got all the background out of the way. You post this TikTok. What was your reaction when you first went viral? I was first uh, in... First, I was honestly shocked because people started to call me materialistic. And I, in the video, I didn't say anything about who's paying for dinner, where are we going? And I was literally in shock that people called me materialistic because I said I want a dinner date. And for me, I'm still, I mean, obviously I'm a modern woman and all that, but I'm still traditional in a sense that dinner is the basics of dating. Like when you look any old movie or anything like if you speak to your parents yeah obviously you went for dinner 
So for me, it was just shocking to see how low the bar is. And not just from men, because I'm used to men just, you know, saying shit about women, but women who are saying, yeah, this is too much. I, I'm totally fine with a coffee or a walk. So honestly, I was, I was shocked. But then when, you know, when the video started blowing up and more people were commenting on it and stuff, I, I see their perspective, but I don't agree with it because they their their bars are so low. And also TikTok is full of younger generations. I mean, I'm 30, so when I was 17, I was fine with low effort dates because I didn't know any better. But the reason why I'm still doing what I'm doing and posting all these dating videos is because I want these girls to see that they shouldn't accept, you know, oh, let's Netflix and chill. No, we're not. You know, we're <laughs> just do something for me. And then I'm going to give something back to you. I know Gen Z is going out sad a little bit because I, I was hearing <laughs> about car dates. Car dates is a new thing for me. I was like, so you just get in someone's car that you don't know and drive around? That's weird. That sounds like a gift for serious. <laughs> Honestly. God. 100%. That was like and Ted Bundy's M.O. They're all, they're all the way down from walk dates and coffee dates to car dates. Like, don't even get out of the car. <laughs> or do you remember like field dates or what was it the other one it was like dumpster behind a hotel date or something like that one? Oh god what is that from do you remember that one where like they're driving to a hotel and he didn't want to pay for a hotel and so he hooked up with her like behind a dumpster or whatever and because he like he played it off like oh i'm just like so excited to be with you but he lived with his mom and then after having sex with her he just like dropped her off at her place and she was like i felt very used and violated from that and like we roasted that on that's this is a long time ago but on fds but i remember that one a lot anyways sorry go ahead and there was also the laundromat date as well where he was oh, going yeah. to, he was go this guy was like going i think he blew her off for a date said he was busy but then she sort of i think he said oh i'm going to do my washing at the laundromat or like or the laundrette as you as you yeah, this hit in England. And she was like, oh, can I come? And I was like, yeah. So she was like, we had this wonderful date at the laundromat. And I folded his laundry washing? for him. Oh my God, so romantic. <laughs> These women are out here doing like free domestic labor for two ninety nine coffees. <laughs> Not even that. She, she didn't even get a coffee. She would just like, I just stood there whilst he was watching his washing. She was just folding for him. <laughs> just folding. what she got out of it. Yeah, I don't understand the women who are like, I want to prove I'm wifey material by like to a stranger at that to a stranger. Like how fucking pathetic and desperate is that? Like, sis, you're better than that. You deserve better than that. Like hold yourself in a higher regard than that. God. So I think, I think part of why this happens and this is why big reason why I wanted to have you on is because there's this lie in our culture that women are free to do whatever they want. Um, or have whatever standards they want to have in their relationships. You know why? Because the minute a woman picks a standard that other people personally feel is too high, the entire media and world comes down on her. And so it's like, it's surprising, but not surprising that your video went viral because so often, and like we've tracked this on the, on the subreddit is like, if you express a standard that honestly should be basic treatment, everybody including like people who are supposed to be feminists start to attack you as if the things that you're asking for are unreasonable. 
versus like if you were to say something like, oh, I don't mind a laundromat date. No one goes like, oh, your standards are too low, except for us, obviously. But other places, if you say like, oh, I want to be taken here on my first date, then everybody attacks you. And so I think girls get afraid to express a standard because they don't want to be attacked. So we try- we're trying to fight against that right now. Yeah, and I feel when it comes to people calling me high maintenance, I don't take that as an offense at all. I actually think it's a compliment because who wants to be called low maintenance? I mean, would you like that somebody tells you, oh, you're such a low maintenance girl? I mean, that that's just weird. But That's a neg. That's an insult. That is. But for some girls, that was actually sort of like, um, it was almost like an I'm not like other girls sort of thing. I'm low maintenance. Like, I'm okay with if I'm you, so down to earth. Yeah. I'm so down to earth. I'm okay if we go half seas. I'm okay if we split the bill. I'm okay to do 50-50 to do everything in life. Like, for some, I think it's more people of my generation. I was my, you know, I was born in 96. Yeah, you can be a ride or die. You can be a cool girl, but they still need to treat you like a woman. And, you know, when there's a lot of people commenting on the video saying, oh, what about equality, blah, blah. I mean, if you pay, <laughs> if you pay a dinner... Uh, if you pay for somebody's dinner on the first date or whatever day, like this is not going to resolve uh, the issues of equality. I mean, women still carry children. Men cannot do that. We're obviously not equal. Men still get paid more. I mean, what is what are we even talking about equality? I mean, this is, has nothing to do with equality. This is just men being cheap and they're trying to cover it with equality. I mean, it has nothing to do with that. And also the date, the dinner date I mentioned, like it's not a five-star Michelin. It's like if you can't afford to take a girl on a, hundred two hundred dollar date i mean dude get another job or like work harder it's just so weird that how are you going to support your family one day you know when your wife is going to be pregnant and she can't work or she's going to be you know it's they're just trying to cover the lack of effort by name calling me or whatever but thank god that i have thick skin and i don't care about what anything of any of these men or women who don't agree with me say because i'm not going to lower my standards for anyone and that's what I said in my other videos. If you can rise up to my standards, that's fine. It means that I'm not the woman for you. So you can find somebody who's going to be okay with this low effort stuff because like you need to date in your own category, if I may say that. Like you can't expect a woman to look like what we just talked about, you know, get her nails done, hair, makeup, uh, clothes, like you, and then you expect her to do 50-50 stuff. That's just not how the world works. I think what happens is pick me's, we call them pick me's or pick niches, uh, start to feel really convicted or they feel bad when they see other women have standards that they don't have the courage to have. And rather than like celebrating that and thinking of that as like an aspirational thing, they'd rather just like tear it down. And then men, obviously, like for all the reasons you just discussed, like they just obviously they want to keep the bar as low as possible. They don't want women getting any ideas. But I, when you see the attack from women, a lot of times it's like insecurity on their part. Um, the surprising part has always been for me, though, is from like older feminists, like especially people like. Well, we're going to talk about the Young Turks video, for example, and like Anna Kasparian is one of the people there. But like from someone from women who are out of the dating game or women who have were in the dating game but are like older, I don't understand why they're always trying to like police women's standards. Like the weird thing about that, I mean, it's not weird. It's actually very predictable, um, is that men love women who attack other women. And so when a woman is being like, oh my gosh, like your standards are so unreasonable. And like, I look at me, I have low standards. I'm such a cool girl that men praise them for it. Right. And so there, there actually is an incentive for a lot of women to just throw other women under the bus like that because they get um, 
praised by other men. Um, and so I think the good, a gr- good rule of thumb is if you're posting something online or saying something online and a ton of men are praising you, uh, you probably said something stupid and you should delete it. So yeah. <laughs> Love that, Lily. <laughs> if, if men are angry at something you've said, and that's the thing, that's how I know that what I post online is right because men get so angry about it. Okay. Like if men were agreeing with me, that's when I'd be worried. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's a lot of, a lot of my guy friends who message me saying, Coco, stop sharing all the secrets. I'm not going to get any girls after all of this, what you're saying. Good. There's this one of my, <laughs> one of my guy friends told me, it's like, I was texting with this girl and she was about to send me a nude. And then she remembered that you said that men share it with their friends. Unless yeah. you're like very serious. He's like, Coco, you're ruining my dating game. I'm like, well, dude, then don't be a fuckboy. <laughs> you should deserve this girl. I learned that from like, I'm very lucky that I kind of, I didn't, I wasn't really, I never was never in the new texting thing, but I learned that from working. I had a job where I was working in a bar and every single guy every week, like from the bartenders to the bouncers to everyone else would come through and like would be sharing their nudes on Friday, Saturday. So I learned fairly early on that men do that. And I was like, I'm never sending this, sending these guys anything because I saw so many like titties. I I just knew never to do it. I didn't even, you just have to think of it as a given that if you send guys nudes, they are going to share it. It's like, you know, it's like trading cards. And if they don't share it, they just keep it forever. Like they hang on to it. even Like a trophy. Even after you stop talking, they just hang on to it. And they're, it's so weird. I mean, I had a guy take a picture of me when I was naked, like, cause we, um, like we'd hooked up and he took a picture of me like sleeping. Um, and I guess shared it with his friends to be like, Oh, look at this girl I just hooked up with. And so I've always been very careful not to send nudes, but men will try to violate your, well, men will try to violate you with pictures of your nudity. Right. Like, um, so that's something I always advise women to be, to be careful of. Like, don't give them that. Like, don't allow, don't fucking do it. It's not worth it. I have, I have a lot of guy friends, actually not friends. I, I don't, more acquaintances who are just sharing it as as you guys said as a trophy and they they look cooler in the eyes of their peers so if they're a little insecure about themselves they're they're just gonna blast those messages and as you guys said like i saw a lot of titties that i didn't need to see so i know that it, it shouldn't be just shared like that i know i wanted i wanted to talk about this young turks interview because like they're so so they're they're fairly popular in the u.s and they talk a lot about uh, politics generally. Generally, they're into the political realm. They're leftists. Um, and I think most of them would consider themselves pro-women and like feminist at that uh, in their own mind. They, at least. They're left-wing patriarchy. Like they think that yeah, they pretend to be feminist, but they think women should be public property. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So they reacted to your TikTok video. One of the guys, Chank, <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm holding back, but yeah, go ahead. No, no, go for it. One of the guys, Chank. So it's Chank and Anna in the in the actual clip itself, and we'll link the clip at the bottom of the podcast. So you watched that. What did you think? Well, I think that it was fascinating that a grown man is so angry at a young girl for saying that dinner is. A standard for dating because I mean you're obviously you're older so you should know this by now and I think that he was just upset at my approach because he was trying to 
talk like me at some point and I was just like dude I don't even talk like that you're just I don't know he was just being very very angry at me and he did say I was very attractive which is really sweet of him and he said that he went to a million dates with women like me and that he knows all about us and things like that but I'm just thinking you know if I don't know if he's married or had kids or whatever but like if you have if, if your daughter is a girl and she says that she deserves a dinner date would you tell her no 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 honey just just let him buy you call just even better just buy your own coffee so you don't owe him anything so i'm just confused with this whole concept if somebody pays for your meal that you owe him something you don't owe him anything i mean it's just like a gentleman thing to do but this this whole like they were like oh i'm just giving a benefit in the video they were saying like oh i'm just giving her the benefit of doubt that she like she was very open and she was just very blunt of what she's saying so i know that i would never be with somebody like that Okay, so I find it very amusing when obese, unattractive men say things like, um, oh, I wouldn't date a girl like her because she's too high maintenance. And I just like chuckle to myself because <laughs> they're fucking lying. Like this this yeah, guy saying like, oh, I would never date a girl like that. Like in my dating travel, like he had the choice. In my personal experience, I have found that men will put up with so much shit when you're beautiful they will go to they will if they really like you if they're very attracted to you they will move mountains in order to be with you and so when a guy's like i've just noticed this trend online where guys you know and guys send me dms all the time being like you probably don't get any dates because you know no self-respecting guy would date a woman who is that demanding and i'm just like yeah buddy i don't struggle to get dates okay they're convinced they're all going to be cat ladies because we demand basic respect. That's what kills me about it. <laughs> no, but it's just it's just cope, right? Like, because these guys know that they'd never get with a girl like that, right? And so they just kind of like throw it back in your face. Like, w- like th- all the comments saying like, I'm sure this girl doesn't get any dates. And I'm like, buddy, <laughs> you're fucking lying. It's cope. Yeah, it's almost like you can't fire me, I quit sort of thing. Like, they know they're out of the game anyway, so they just try and say, yeah. well, I don't want you first, but it's like, I've rejected you already, so, yeah. It's like, no you know, a protection thing. Like, they know they're going to get rejected, so they just preemptively reject you so that they don't have to feel hurt. Yeah, and it's fascinating for me that, you know, there's so many men who replied to my video on TikTok, and they're like, well, I wouldn't date you in the first place. I mean, why did you have the need to take time of your day just to tell me you would never even date me? As if you and wanted to date them. Like, why you yeah, like, this, that, that's them? even a discussion. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, not even in, I, that's not even in the cards. Like, we're never... And I sometimes I reply to trolls, and, I'm, and I always say, like, luckily, you and I are never going to date, so you're, you're fine. And there's a lot of people who are saying, oh, no wonder you're still single and you're dating. First of all, I never said I'm single. I never said I'm single. So I don't know where they're getting from. And they say like, oh, you're 30 and still dating. I mean, yeah, was that is that old? I mean, and first of all, since when are we identifying our self-worth, whether we have a man or not? So like this, this, this whole comment, obviously Preach. people who comment rude things online, they're just like, unhappy with themselves and they just feel satisfied when they you know insult somebody online and i get it that they're just unhappy but why is it wrong to be single at all why is your single an insult yeah i don't know and and the funny part is that i never said i'm single so i mean they don't know anything about me it's all projection their whole reaction to your thing is just a projection of their own insecurities 
like because you didn't mention who's paying for the you just said you want to go for dinner you didn't say who's paying but they all assume oh you're just a gold digger you're trying to get after a guy you know you're trying to get a guy with money that's just a projection of their own insecurities because they know that they're broke and could never get a girl like yeah that. because no self-respected man who's doing well for himself would ever say oh i'm not paying for your dinner i mean my guy friends pay for my dinner i mean it's just just like a normal thing if true you want to treat somebody like i I pay for my girls girlfriend's dinner sometimes i pay for you know i i have a bunch of makeup i give them give them my products like it's i like to give to my friends or people i care about and then another thing i just want to quickly mention about people calling me high maintenance is i also looking i mean a high maintenance woman usually has a high maintenance man so it's a it goes both ways so it's like if you're demanding the world, you usually give them the world too. At least I do. Like if I'm dating somebody, I'm going to give them the world. So it's not that I'm just sitting there and waiting for you to like cater me. It's it's like it's it goes both ways. So that's a big misconception. You want someone on your level. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody who knows what they want and what they deserve. So I know what I want. I know what I deserve. I've been through a lot of shit in my life that taught me how to, you know, stand behind my set the standard and stand behind them and i'm never gonna lower my expect standards for somebody who can rise up to them so like that's just and these people like with their comments what they think i'm gonna, gonna change my mind all of a sudden no i'm not like i don't know why you're even trying that's what we tell them to die mad at the end of every episode because they are really really convinced they're gonna write just the right amount of words and give us paragraphs and paragraphs of reasons why we're wrong and we're gonna care and we will never ever care scrotes listening we will never care. Never. I'm never going to change my mind about dating in this, in, in this topic. I, I'm always, till the rest of my life, I'm always going to think a man should treat you like a queen if he, wants, if he wants a queen next to him. If he doesn't, like, then just find somebody who's going to be okay with your little peasant behavior. Your peasant behavior. <laughs> and this is the thing there are so many women who would be happy to go for walk dates why are you not going to find one of them why are you going after women who want something different it's like it's not like there's a shortage of pick me's in the world they don't want a peasant uprising (laughs) they don't want the peasants to take the power back (laughs) (laughs) that is actually 100 accurate because this rage this reaction that was directed towards cornelia is actually very deliberate it's like in the middle ages when they would like cut off the head of their enemies and like put it on a spike at the gates of the castle to like show an example to the others or whatever or like um it's it's very much like you know we're gonna rage at this woman for having higher standards to intimidate other women and they're gonna see that and go oh like i don't want to i don't want to receive that kind of treatment so i have to do this like cool girl like i have low standards routine it's actually very insidious I cannot stand our current culture where it's quote unquote like feminist and empowering and cool to have zero standards and just go with the flow and do whatever guys want. But as soon as you express a standard for anything, everybody comes down to you. And they, and, and I, I know that you didn't know much about our sub beforehand, but like that's why we get attacked a lot in the media. Like we got attacked by Vice Media for that. We got attacked by like, who else, who else was in our biz? Verge. Yeah, we've had a couple of like media articles come down on us for for what our standards are. There's an episode that we did a few weeks back called Vice Media Comes for the Queens. But she came to us because like they dragged us in Vice magazine because they thought it was quote unquote weird that 
we wanted to date guys uh, who could pay for dates and didn't have tiny dicks. <laughs> Their dating advice is so bizarre. They want to date tall men who pay for dates and have a decent sized penis. It's like, wow, that's shocking. That's bizarre. Shocking. Like, <laughs> they made it seem like we were weird for having what honestly is pretty basic standards. Based on dating. So. It's fascinating that when a guy says that he wants X, Y, Z, he's portrayed as this, you know, big man who knows what he wants. But if a woman says the same thing, she's roasted because it's it's unbelievable that women say what they want and what they deserve. So, I mean, I'm happy that we found each other right now to like talk about this because it's it, and the girls today, they're who are younger than we are. They're like they're just settling for nothing like peanuts and they should know that what they want and like you know we all watch these fairy tale lives and obviously life is not a fairy tale but there is men out there who's who are gonna do so much for you so why would you want to be with somebody who's not gonna do anything for you and I, again it's it's a give it's it goes both ways so it's not that i'm just taking and taking i give back a lot so like why would we want to just a one-way street when you know a guy's just gonna use you for his own needs you need to have your needs fulfilled too yeah 100 percent. just just you know just to backpedal a bit um onto what you said um cornelia about you know men having their own standard is absolutely true anytime um there's a post about physical standards on the subreddit we get inundated um with uh comments uh with abuse like from men even though they also have their own physical standards i think there was there was like a viral post um that was written by one of the mods about a year ago about dick size matters and she was basically buried under <laughs> comments and like messages from men who were saying they were going to hang themselves who were basically telling her to kill herself purely because she said that you know dick size matters it wasn't even saying that you know having a big you know, dick is the most important thing. It was that each woman will have a a size that works best for her sexual enjoyment. Like that was pretty much the extent of the post. And she got so much hate. But if you think about the way, you know, men dissect women's bodies, like the way they want, you know, big boobs or a big bum and a tiny waist and, you know, a completely flat stomach. But, you know, the minute a woman says, I want a guy who's taller than me, they all have a meltdown and start saying that, you know, you're a Nazi who believes in eugenics because you don't want to sleep with short men. That's literally the stuff they say. They And we're not exaggerating. That's literally the no. stuff they say, like, we're Nazis because we don't... Yeah, we're not exactly we don't find short men attractive, so we're Nazis because it's eugenics. Yeah, I mean, I got that threats too. <laughs> Trying to breed up broke men. And keep in mind... This is on Reddit where you can find any kind of porn conceivable. Any kind of fetish. Any kind of fetish. Any kind of fetish. They'll have one that's like... Uh, uh, For large long, areolas or pointy areolas. <laughs> large areola hate or something. It won't even be like appreciated. It'd be like, we're just going to take a bunch of pictures of women with large areolas and then insult every single picture they have subreddits like that so for them to be upset about a post one post that they're threatening to kill themselves over because one of our mods liked certain types of penises is so ridiculous it's like the, the like the double standard there and their ability to handle any kind of expression of sexual wants and needs from women is totally disproportional from the amount of demands that they make 
So obviously every guy wants, I mean, wants a hot girl next to him and a hot can mean different things to different men. But as we said, like the moment we say something that they're like, yo, she's a gold digger. She's this, that. First of all, my reply to me being a gold digger, I say, I'm not a gold digger. I'm a gold wearer that gets them very upset every time. <laughs> but I mean, if I, if I can afford my own lunch and my own dinner, like I'm not going to be with somebody who can, but yeah, it's just, it's just very upsetting that the standards are so double when like when a woman says that she wants certain things she's just being dragged all over the place but i don't care honestly I, i'm i'm happy that this video got so much attention because it did sparkle a debate and there's a lot of women who i mean i get met, I, I get a lot of hate stuff but i don't care about that i mean it, it it does bother you a little bit in the beginning but now i'm just like okay whatever this is already said like i read this 10 million times but I get messages from a lot of women who are saying that, thank you so much for opening my eyes. Thank you for letting me see that things that I want are not too much. And like, there's so many women who are grateful for what I was saying. And I'm going to continue saying, because, you know, maybe they're surrounded with friends who are telling them, oh, you're too picky. You're too this, you're too that. And they need somebody like even a stranger like me to tell them whatever you want in life is possible. You just, you know, it takes time and patience to find a guy who's going to be able to give you what you want. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit uh, about some some more of the statements in the video and I th- in the Young Turks because I have more. <laughs> I'm holding back, but yeah. <laughs> so there's a part in the video where Anna Kasparian says that she thinks that your assumption that guys that are trying to take women on dates and have drinks with them are trying to get in drunk is a needless assumption. I disagree with her on multiple fronts. Um, First of all, let's just note the assumption that if you go out to drinks with a guy or or with someone you're on a date with, uh, they're just attempting to get you drunk. Like that needless preemptive, like, I I guess that cynical nature, Mm -hmm. it's unnecessary. Like there are a lot of things in life to be cynical about. I think that goes a little too far. That's dangerous advice dangerous for a woman advice. to say to other other women. Yeah. It's absolutely true that men do try to get you drunk to lower your inhibitions to get you to sleep with them. And I think it's actually safer for women to just assume that men have bad intentions. Like, I don't understand this, like, idea that um, you have to give every guy a chance or give every guy a benefit of the doubt because that is a gift to predators. I think it's actually safer for women to assume that he probably, and that's what women were like a hundred years ago. Okay. Like our grandmas and our great grandmas had some fucking common sense and you know, it was on the man. The onus was on the man to prove himself that he was one of the good ones. It's not, it shouldn't be the woman's responsibility to play detective, to try to figure out if he's one of the good ones. He has to prove himself. Yeah. They get so offended. Like, well, it's not every guy. And it's like, yeah, but we don't know which guys we don't have some kind of crystal ball to see into the future and understand which men are are that type of guy and if we look at the statistics it's too many men it's not the same you know one percent of men who were going around you know sexually assaulting you know raping and you know date raping women it's a lot of men if the statistics are to be believed which they should be i even think that these instances are probably underreported because a lot of women don't realize that you know, what happened to them was inappropriate. From my experience, this is how it goes. So you meet up with him, let's say around eight or nine at a bar for drinks. You have one drink, maybe second drink. You think things are going well. Oh no, the bar is shutting down. And then if you're having a little bit of a good time with him, he's like, oh, let's go back to my place. Like I have wine at home. And if you like him, you're going to, okay, fine. You know, I want to hang out with you. So I'm going to go back to your place. 
And sometimes guys are dicks and they take you back and then you, you know, this, you kiss a little bit, whatever. And then they're trying to sleep with you. And then if you say, no, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to come over to sleep with you. They're, then they're going to say it. So why did you come over then? So that's how it usually goes. Like if it, the moment you come to a guy's house and that's also something I, I, I like interested what you guys have to say, like when girls come over to a guy's house, it's always like, basically means, okay, so you're ready to sleep with him, but that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say it's safer for women to just assume that that's what men want, because if you do go to his place and don't sleep with him, he'll get mad at you. <laughs> right. He'll be like, why did you come over? And, but at the same time, if you, if a guy invites you over and you say, oh no, I'm not ready to have sex with you, he'll play dumb. Like what? I totally wasn't like, <laughs> I don't know. He'll, he'll he'll play dumb and act like, yeah. He's like, I to- I am such a gentleman. I would never think such a thing. Like, fuck off. Like, so the anyways. thing the thing that's changed too with that is a lot of these pickup artists and red pill and seduction communities. They have this uh, concept called last minute resistance. So the idea is they have they they go in with the assumption that if a woman goes home with you she wants to have sex with you but if she resists having sex with you it's because she doesn't want to look like a slut so you're supposed to like overcome her uh, quote-unquote last minute resistance so with them putting that out into the market what's happened is is like yeah it's become normalized that if you go home with a guy it's not just to like see his apartment and like maybe chat and have a nice time now it's like he the pressure is on and the top and the clock is ticking for him to try to pressure you into having sex with him and or it's supposed to be that women they they take it as if you go home with them you must want to have sex with them so that's kind of ruined things because you can't really have things solely unfold like i'm a big fan of like second yeah, second fun. and third base right like you that is a where you get a lot of information about how a man is as a lover but they've made it so that like they're trying to rush that entire process to get you to sleep with them right away, which doesn't benefit women at all. And that's, that's why we're pulling back and doing so much more of the work outside the home before you even get to the home, because you never know what that guy has on his mind. And at this point, because of how saturated red pill crap has gotten, these guys are literally having meltdowns if you don't have sex with them and you come home to the house. There's been a few viral TikToks to that effect as well as men just like, freaking out at women because they didn't have sex right away and be like why did you come over here and it's like because i wanted to see that your house wasn't a pigsty i mean yeah, like- because you just want to spend a little more time with this guy and then see if he's you know if you guys are clicking in a certain sense yeah it's, it's ridiculous it's been disappointing again feminists have been the people that have come down on millennial and gen z women for like going home with guys and then not wanting to have sex and then been like, well, what did you expect was going to happen? And that's been really disappointing because that's part of the reason why the Me Too movement uh, happened. And that's part of the things that a lot of Gen Z millennial women were complaining about in the Me Too movement. And I, I could see in the media, a lot of Gen X and even like boomer women were really, really coming down on women of our generation and saying, if we didn't know that's what time it is when we got got home then we weren't standing up for ourselves and we were expecting men to be mind readers and i'm like i they should just assume we don't want to have sex with them unless we express that but the you know everything always gets put on the woman to constantly be rejecting men sexually yeah they shouldn't assume that just because i went home with you that you want to have sex with them that's just 
That's just something I want to dabble in more in my next videos that I'm going to be posting is that like men shouldn't be expecting this blindly. I just want to hang out with you. I want to see, as you guys said, if your place is a pix, like, I just want to see who you are. It doesn't mean that you need to enter me right away. Yeah. We want to see if you sleep in a nest as well. Oh my God. <laughs> the bed nest. Um, that, that was, uh, there was a post, um, at Cornelia on, on Reddit about a woman. Um, I don't think she'd been to her boyfriend's house um, and they'd been together for some time. Um, so when she finally went over to his house, she found out that he didn't actually have a bed. He had like um, a, <laughs> a pile of clothes that he called his nest that he doesn't wash, by the way, because he doesn't wear these clothes. And she said it smelled bad and he got offended. And so she refused to sleep there. She was like, to Reddit, what do I do about this bed nest? Wait, he sleeps on a pile of his clothes and he says that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. A fully grown adult man. Yeah. It's actually quite like there was an um, yeah there was an article shared on the subreddit about men who just um, who do mattress on the <laughs> who do mattress on the floor. I want I only do yeah. guys who have bed frames. <laughs> yes, that's another basic ass standard. Why why do we have to tell them to have a bed frame and, and they're so offended at this? And then like one of them was like, um, oh the mattress on the floor is a good way to weed out gold diggers. I was like, what? Having a bed? Oh my god. <laughs> Having a bed or expecting your guys to have a bed now means you're a gold digger? Like, what the hell? Listen, you can thrift bed frames pretty cheaply too. So I don't even want to hear this like, oh, well, it's just extra expenses. I'm like, that to me says you're either broke or unimaginative because bed frames are actually not that hard to find. They're going to use any excuse they can just to like justify their lack of maturity. And their lack of money as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he's really like an A plus man, he probably knows woodworking and he'll make a bed frame. That's bingo. Uh, bingo. Yeah. And not like this shitty two by four nailed together nonsense that I think we saw a while back. Every man's goal and all these guys that try to go viral and make these like declarative TikToks, their goal is to make the bar as low as possible. And women need to wake up and recognize that's what's happening and stop falling all over themselves to like validate the fact that they'll deal with a guy in any circumstance because it will only get worse, ladies, as long as you keep encouraging these clowns. Yeah, because they would feel like less of a failure if they tell you that you were asking for too much because they were actually afraid to ask for what they deserve. So yeah, it's just easier to attack somebody who... But you know what? Also, like if somebody's doing better than you, they're never going to attack somebody who's doing, let's say, worse. So you know, all these people who are talking shit about what I had to say, they're obviously not doing better than me. I mean... I don't know if this makes sense, but no self-respected man is going to go on the internet and leave a comment. You know, there was a bunch of these men from whatever, middle America commenting, oh, thank God my wife is not that. So, so happy I didn't marry somebody like you. And I'm thinking, and then I leave, a, sometimes I reply and I'm like, so why are you commenting on my video if you're happily married? Like you're commenting on a video of a 30 year old and you're obviously 60. So like, why do you have the need to even get my attention? Or why do you have the need to insult somebody based on their standards? Right. Just, 
if you're happily married, just like live your life. Go take your dinner. Go take your wife somewhere. Like don't comment on girls' TikToks. I wonder if these wives know that their husband goes and like argues with women on the internet because that's pathetic. Did your wife know about this, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come, come collect your husband, okay? Like he, he's he's walking around unsupervised. <laughs> Honest to God, I'm like, don't you have something you could be doing to make your life, your wife's life better, rather than watching like women who you will never get TikTok videos? I don't understand it. Like to me, the fact that they're there and are active enough to actually have the a profile to be stalking younger women to talk to them about their standards to me seems like okay. So you're you have no effort at home then, right? Because you got too much free time on your hands. I'm pretty sure Lizzo had like a lyric about this, like um, in like Juice. It was it was some like somebody come and like get your man. I think he got lost in my DMs, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like he can go home and go on Reddit. He <laughs> can go on Reddit and complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anything you wanted to add, Curly? What do you want to plug? So yeah, you can follow. Luckily, my name is the same on every platform: TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. It's Coco Beauty. Beauty is spelled B-E-A-U-T-E, and I post every single day, and I'm not gonna stop, even though all these haters are telling me to stop. But I don't care because women do need to have standards; they need to step up. So you can find all of my dating advice there. All right, thank you. And that's our show. Please check out our website at thefemaledatingstrategy.com, as well as our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash thefemaledatingstrategy, as well as our Twitter, at fem.strat. Thanks for listening, queens, and for all you dogs out there, walk yourselves. See you next week. <laughs>